0: I'm super excited. I'm going to be joined by my friend, Stephanie Mitchell, who is also the host of a really amazing event that is happening on Monday called Social Pop Parties. We are going to talk all about how you can actually use social media, not just for engagement, not just for likes and comments, but to actually scale your beauty business. And Stephanie has been teaching on this topic for years. So have I. And we're going to come together today to talk more about how to actually concentrate your efforts, get off the hamster wheel of constantly feeling like you need to be online all the time in order to get results. We're gonna talk about some different alternatives that you can use instead. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I am your host, Jodi Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. So before we get into today's topic, which I'm so excited about because you and I have had these conversations for like years now, basically, <laughs> about how you can use social media, not just for engagement and likes and comments, but to actually scale your business. So why don't you just introduce introduce yourself for anyone who maybe hasn't been introduced to you before and let us know like what you do and how you help beauty pros use social so i my
1: like i'm in marketing my background is in marketing and i started a marketing agency a few years ago meaning like you know you make websites and branding and social and emails and i used to work one-to-one with salon clients And then a few years ago, I just got kind of burnt out from working one-to-one with clients. But I still realized that I love the beauty industry. I love working with hairstylists, salon owners, estheticians, spa owners. So I decided to kind of, like, shift my focus and just focus on, like, teaching other people how to do their marketing. Because I just, I love marketing so much. And I think that there's, like, so many things that people don't do for it. That they, like, there's, like, all of this, like goodness to be had and all of these cool things to try, but a lot of people don't really know what to do. So I actually teach advertising. I teach Facebook and Instagram advertising. It's something that like a lot of people have kind of like experimented with, like doing a boosted post here and there, but I teach like actual advertising strategies that actually make you money. And kind of like one of the themes that has like pushed me to do all the things that I've done in my business is that like, there's this huge reliance on using social media for your business, but it's also social media is like fraught with all sorts of emotions. Probably a lot of people here watching have like felt that before of like the stress we put on ourselves, the judgment we put on ourselves in terms of like our engagements and our following and the way we compare ourselves to other businesses. So that's why I love advertising because it kind of, gets rid of that stress. Like I have an advertising funnel that has been going for like a year now and I tweak it every once in a while, but like I have clients and customers and payments coming into my business all the time and I don't need to be constantly on social. And that's also why I'm doing this event that we're going to chat about is because I want to figure out like how to turn Instagram into a tool that's like, making sales and bookings and revenue all the time without needing, like you said, to be constantly on, to be constantly like pumping out content and playing that kind of like nasty head game that we play with ourselves when we do try to stay active.
0: Well, I think there's a lot of misinformation that floats around. And I love that you said Instagram and social media in general are fraught with lots of emotion because I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things like Stephanie and I teach kind of different, different ways, but I feel like our, our values are very similar. So like different techniques, but we both really value having that burnout free experience. And I, often when I talk to a and probably the same as you is like the solution People think the solution is more volume, right? Like they think, okay, I need to do more. I need to be more. Mm-hmm. I need to like constantly be churning things out. And, you know, often like even the way that I teach, like it organic strategy, that's not really the case. It's a lot more about your messaging and then like combining visibility strategies. Like for instance, sizing, there's other things you can do too, versus always having to be pumping out content being Mm -hmm. online all the time Mm -hmm. and like that comparison i think can be really harmful before we kind of get into anything else there's something i wanted to chat with you about because i know that when you like we've talked about this on the podcast and you've even done a guest spot inside my program which has been amazing and we've talked about how you like to direct people to dm the dms versus yeah landing page so what I noticed the other day is that they've actually added that option now for organic posting. Mm -hmm. So you can like, so what I was thinking the minute I saw this, I thought of you actually, and I was like, I wonder if there's ways that you could use this like new tool because Instagram loves to reward people for using Mm -hmm. the new tools to almost do like an organic ad, like, you know what I mean? So you would post it, it would be something, obviously you wouldn't get the same reach as yeah. like an ad, but that might be an interesting way because something I've noticed recently is a lot more of the people, and I think this is because they've introduced that following like seed, yeah. but I'm noticing now that my followers are seeing most of my posts. Oh, that's you can actually see so you're getting way
1: more reach than usual
0: tons more and I attribute that kind of to two things which is like one Instagram scaling back the artificial reels boosting Mm. and a lot of people are saying I'm not getting the same reach from reels anymore and I think everything's kind of balancing out now according to Instagram's data it's most people's feeds are now about 50 50 which is like so reels are still important but like you know, not the artificial be all end all that like they were touted to be for the longest time. So what are your thoughts on that feature? I think it could be really fun. Yeah, for sure.
1: So if anyone doesn't really know exactly what we're talking about, like, so I teach Facebook and Instagram advertising and that's when you do like a boosted post or promoted post on Facebook or Instagram. And I teach people instead of like doing a boosted post or like a paid ad that leads to your website or to your Instagram profile, which usually people do one or the other, do a paid ad. Like you can even just spend like $10, $20 and make it lead to messaging like Instagram DMs or Facebook messenger, because that's where you can start to have conversations with people. And that's where you can ask them like, okay, you know, you want balayage, like, send me a picture of your hair. Like you can do kind of like a mini consultation through the DMs, if you do facials, you can ask them about their skin concerns and tell them about the different services that would really work for them. And then you can help them book an appointment and send them a link to your booking app and all that stuff. But it's kind of like a conversation and there's a lot of cool things you can do, like sending voicemails, sending video messages. Like it's a lot more personal, especially if you don't really know the person. And as Jodi said, Whenever you go to post something on Instagram nowadays, there's always that option, like add a message button and you can do that on your Facebook page too. So I totally think that that would work really, really well whenever you're posting something about, you know, promotional or, you know, which you should be also posting about your services and what you yeah. offer and all of that. Like Instagram should also be a sales platform and that's what this event social pop party is all about. You can say, like, like, you know, if you're interested in this service, if you'd like to talk more with me about it, press that, send a message button. It makes it really easy for people to get in touch with you.
0: Yeah. I love that. And there's also things like, okay, there's my brain went two ways. <laughs> the first one I want to say is that I love that that's how you teach, because I think so often when people get into the social media space with the conversations that naturally happen here, it's all about like algorithms and reach and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff and like I really encourage people to actually like take it back a little bit and think about the fact that there's a human being on the other end. So the algorithm is never going to be booking an appointment with you. This is about the people that you connect with. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's really important to remember that. So when you were thinking about, you know, directing people to DMS and connecting with them in that way, I think that's a really important thing to keep in the back of your mind, because if you're creating content strictly for the algorithm, honestly, that's one of the biggest things that I see that, that leads to that burnout and not, not being able to keep up with, keep up with social, right? Like if you can think about the connections, conversations, and creating things that are valuable, like you don't have to worry as much about volume because you're going to have those things that are hyper relevant to your ideal client. And like, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about too on at social pop party, which I'm super excited for is optimizing your page so that when people come back to it, there's like, it tells them what you're about. I think that's because like why people are like for I think people
1: like, obviously you're going to talk about this during your session at the event, but like, I think that people are like seeing their Instagram a little bit differently now. Like they're realizing like, Oh, this doesn't just have to be like pictures of, you know, the coffee that I had in the morning or just like my client, my most recent client's hair, like there's actually kind of like a structure that you can put in place on your feed in your Instagram bio, how you present yourself yeah. that like when people see it, whether it's the first time or the second yeah. time, like it really connects with them and it really clicks. And it's like, Oh, what do I need to do? What do I need to say? Like, what should my feet look Probably. like in order to actually
0: like lead to those bookings? Well, absolutely. Cause I mean, I think that there's like, it's going to sound really obvious when I say it, but like goal that you have. Right. Like, and even this is something where with paid advertising, some people might go straight to your DMS, but some people are still going to look at your profile and they're going to want that Mm -hmm. information. So if you can look at it as, I don't think as much about like going viral or any of that, because what you need is something that really conveys exactly who you are and what you like, who you serve because you can go viral, you can reach say a million people. And even on the off chance that every single one of those million people happen to live in your area, be your ideal client and want the service that you have, they're going to come back to your profile because that's how you take the next step. And if they don't have any of the relevant information they need, if they can't tell that you are the right person for them, they're just going to bounce. Like there's not going to be a Mm -hmm. next step. So, I think that's super important. Oh well, then- yeah. I'm so
1: excited to learn that from you.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited to teach it because this is one of the things that like I'm super passionate about. I think that it's all about like intentional effort versus just churning out as much content as possible. Yeah. Cause that's not sustainable. Yeah. So I'm really interested too, because I was reading up on some of the other speakers for mm-hmm. social pop party. Can we talk about some of the other like speakers? Cause some of those retail selling conversations look. Amazing. I know it's
1: funny. I just, before like to prep for this, I like have my computer here and I made sure that I had the speakers open because I didn't want to forget anyone when we start. So we're going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is this event social pop party. And we're learning things like how to book more services in the Instagram DMs. So we were just talking about that. Like, cause I have so many people who ask like okay I've got the leads like you know a lead is like someone who shows interest or sends you a message and it's like hey like how much does your balayage cost for example that would be someone who's a lead but then it's like oh my gosh what do I say to them like what do I actually like have to write back to them in order to like get (laughs) them a book because so many people like once I tell them my pricing and all of that then they ghost me So like, what am I doing wrong? How do I actually like book appointments? And the DMs is such an important part of Instagram right now. You know this. And like, I said this before, I'm not even that active on Instagram. Like I have been a little bit more active in the past couple weeks, but often I'll go for like a month without posting. Regardless, I get a lot of DMs and DMs from people who are interested in buying something from me. And so it's like, yeah. what kind of language do I use to get them to buy or book yeah. or reserve or, you know, etc. So Jamie's talking to us about that. She's so good at that. Uh, yes. LaVon is coming on and she's talking about how to monetize Instagram reels, which I didn't even know was a thing. Ooh, I
0: love that. Topic. So
1: apparently you can get paid to make Instagram reels. Did you know that? Yeah. A
0: couple of my clients, actually, I think it rolls out differently in different countries. So that's maybe why, but one of my clients actually on the agency side of my business was one of the beta testers for, and it was like, it was pretty substantial, like, like almost a thousand dollars a month kind of thing just for creating that Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: really, really excited to learn this because like LaVon is amazing at Instagram, but it's not like she has like several hundred thousand followers. So Great. I think it's really cool to learn like, okay, I can make reels and actually get paid for it. So LeBon's talking to us about that. Yes. Alyssa, this is the one that you mentioned. She is an esthetician and she has her own apparel brand and a skincare brand. And she's talking about how in the past year she made a hundred thousand in retail sales just from Instagram. Oh That's amazing. Like, right. and and she like it's insane again she's not someone that's got like 100,000 followers she just happens to have like a really strong kind of like community as people always talk about she has a really strong community and she's really good at selling on Instagram like she yeah. knows what to say she knows what to show what kind of videos to make and she's not like super salesy she's like kind of like she's super like girl next door like best friend yeah. kind of vibe yeah. and she's just she knows how to sell. So we're going to learn I from her that. about how to promote retail sales on Instagram, whether that's like hair care or skincare, et cetera. Lori is talking about how to promote luxury services. So more like Ooh, ticket services. So that could be like hair extensions. That could be like a hydrofacial. There's some like, depending on what kind of business you have, a luxury service might mean something different to you. But she's coming on not only how to talk about how to structure and create high ticket services, but then like how to talk about them on Instagram again without feeling super like slimy and it. salesy and all of that kind of thing. One thing that I am noticing of like a trend in all of our speakers at this event is like it's all about learning how to sell without feeling gross about it. And yeah. also without like yeah, without sacrificing your soul.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because we are businesses and there's nothing wrong with yeah. promoting and selling. It's a natural part of having a business. We just kind of shy away from it.
0: If you have to pick like popular or profitable, I know as a business owner which one I'm gonna choose every yeah. single time. And it's sure not gonna be the ones with the most engagement, right? So I think that's what we need to think about and and just examine our relationship with the way that we use social media, because I think one of the things that, that makes it really difficult for a lot of beauty pros sometimes is we are seeing, and some of the biggest pages in our industry are guilty of this sharing, just resharing information on social, just because the person who posted it has a ton of followers, mm-hmm. not in our industry, not necessarily relevant to promoting local businesses. It's not always about creating what's going to feed the algorithm. It's about knowing your audience, knowing the people that you want to attract into your local business, whether, no matter what it is that you do in the beauty industry. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Good point. I just wanted to tell who are the yeah. other speakers and what they're talking about. Yeah. So Let's on do. Wednesday, she's a lasher. So if we've got any lashers in the audience, she's so good. And she not only has an amazing Instagram page, but she is really, really good at educating about lash services. So she's okay. going to be teaching us all about like what kind of content to post on Instagram in order to kind of inspire and pique interest and curiosity and then also educate about your services so that people that. know like, What's the right service for me? What should I be booking? How do latch extensions work? And this is for any, any sort of service. Morella Minelli, she's in the hair industry and she is a powerhouse on Instagram. She's talking to us about Instagram stories. So specifically, not like how to like stay active on Instagram stories all the time, but how to like what kind of stories you can post that are easy to watch, easy to create, and actually... Get you bookings like that so that's really cool and then hunter who i know you know he yeah. is uh, amazing at writing and just like creating content that gets people excited yeah. so he's talking to us about captions because i know a lot of people awesome. get like tongue-tied or like writer's block when it comes to like writing mm-hmm. instagram captions but there's actually like yeah. a formula that you can follow to write captions that get people ready to book with you even you know they're that. checking out your page they click on one of your posts they read the yeah. caption. they're like oh this is for me like I totally yeah. need this so yeah there's a lot of good speakers coming on you're talking about optimizing your Instagram profile for bookings I'm very very pumped up about that too <laughs>
0: I can't wait for this because these are like, I can't wait to watch all the other speakers even. This is going to be incredible. And like so many amazing educators, so many powerhouses in our industry. Mm -hmm. I think it's really amazing that you brought this all together. And you're speaking as well. I
1: am. I forgot. So I teach (laughs) Facebook and Instagram advertising. You know, the organic side of Instagram is not my game. Like it even surprised me that I... putting on an event about instagram when i have such a lovely (laughs) relationship with it and you know this but i was like no i i'm pretty sure it can be really good for sales. so like let me learn from all these cool people well i'm learning from all the speakers and then i'm also teaching about advertising so how to create a really simple advertising funnel that you advertise on instagram and on facebook and it brings the right people to you and converts them into leads and then converts them into clients and advertising can be so good for that. So it's my favorite topic. I'm going to be teaching about it and I'm really, really
0: pumped up about it. This is going to be so good. And I hope also what people take away from this event, which I think you've done such a great job of curating the speakers is like, there's a lot of different ways that you can use mm-hmm. to create that income and revenue, right? Like it doesn't, it's not all about like, I, I know my pet peeves when people are like, this is the only way to do something. Mm-hmm. There's never one way. Yeah. <laughs> so you've created an event to kind of show people that you can like use social media on your own terms and like with advertising, like maybe you don't want to be posting all the time. Maybe paid advertising mm-hmm. is how you want to reach people. Maybe you want to use reels. Maybe you want to use stories. You've got options. And I love that you're showcasing yeah. that. at this. Event. I think like with social
1: and just with business in general, we tend to like, look at what other people are doing to figure yes. out how you should be doing things. So like, you know, I used to think, oh, I have to show up a certain way on Instagram, like yeah. look a certain way, show up a certain way talk a certain way, create a certain type of content in order to show up on Instagram. But then as I've developed confidence in my business, I have also developed confidence in like, no, it's okay to do Instagram this way. Like, it's okay. Like, give yourself permission to do it your own way, whether that means like how often you show up, where you show up. Like, I remember somebody telling me about, I forget who it was, but she told me that she followed with this I think doctor or maybe not a doctor but like maybe a physiotherapist or nutritionist or something and this person just shows up on Instagram and instead of doing like reels where they're like being funny and like using trending audio and stuff I forget if it's a guy or girl but this person will just like grab their phone and teach something for like 45 seconds and then peace out and They do Instagram their own way. Like some people might find that boring. Other people love it. And they're like, wow, I love this like easy to consume content. That's only like 45 seconds. But I learned something about nutrition, for example. Um, There's so many ways to do it. And so I'm excited to really, I think that everybody needs to like, come into their own on Instagram and like it's been my own journey to figure out like what's the best way to do it for me, for my schedule, for what I enjoy doing. I want to be able to have a job that I enjoy, not a job where like this Instagram is like this like monkey on my back that I feel this pressure all the time. So I hope that everybody will find that kind of like peace and serenity and also like a good strategy that actually helps Instagram make some money. Like it would be really cool if we could, each of us could
0: say like, I made $2,000 this month just from Instagram. Totally. I love that. And I think it's so true. Like an analogy that I love for the beauty pros in the audience, specifically, like if you're a hairstylist, you'll totally get this. I'm sure it applies to aesthetics as well. But like at the beginning of your career, I love that you said, like, once you got confidence in your business, then you were able to kind of do it your own way. Cause at the beginning of our careers, like when you go to like a haircutting class, for instance, you think what you need is to copy exactly what was taught mm-hmm. in this class. And then after a few years in the industry, when you attend education, what you're more looking for is like pieces and takeaways that you can apply to the way you're already doing yeah. things, or things that you can tweak to fit your own methods. So I think that comes from that confidence. Yeah, of just kind of working it in your own way. So if you are watching things on the podcast and you haven't yet gotten your ticket to social pop party, then you can find them at the link in my bio, or you can go to, if you're listening on the podcast, come to my Instagram profile. It is the first button. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm really, really excited. It's happening January 20th, 21st and 22nd, we've got mm-hmm. nine guest speakers coming on from the hair and beauty industry teaching all about how to not get more engagement, not get more followers, not create a posting strategy, et cetera. We're talking about the sales. Like we're talking about the money yeah. makers on Instagram specifically for beauty businesses. So we'd love yeah. to have you there at social pop party.
0: So be sure to check out the link in Jodi's bio. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. me. And Jody, uh, this has been amazing conversation as always. So I will see you on Monday. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Rising or at it's Jodi Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.